Recorded live. And I'm going to keep it brief. Uh, the only rule tonight is no profanity. Everything else is legal. So what were you saying, P? It's a beast. I said, oh, yeah. It's a beast, man. It's a beast. Hiding behind the Bible, man, it's a beast. Um, a lot of Christians, when they turn, they automatically have to stop doing what they used to do. Oh, gotta stop drinking. I know, right? You know, you know, you know. God, God is gonna get us if I stop drinking. If I don't stop drinking, um, and um, that that's that's something that uh, I believe. Uh, causes people to marriages to fail sometimes is because you know they they automatically without really knowing the Bible say that I got to stop doing something, mm-hmm. and um, that may affect the marriage. It's funny that you say that because when. When people, this is my experience, and I may be guilty of it too. When people first uh, uh, start going to church and get born again, it seems like mm-hmm. that's when they're on fire the most. And then they go just start firing at their friends, man, firing at them. Better go get right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, you know, sometimes, you know, you got to. I mean, it, don't get me wrong, it's a beautiful thing. But in the beginning, I don't think that they, you really get taught how to control it. Right, because it, you, you're not taught how you control it. I mean, because the way you become saved, um, that's why saving is individual, yeah, and not, uh, and not like a group effort. You know, it's between you and your 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 God. Yeah. But if it was uh, a group, like if you got saved and everybody else got saved, then needs to be saved, then you may have somebody, you may have an issue because your wife may not be at the same position you may be, or vice versa. Sometimes a lot of women get saved, and then um, they want you to get saved. And you might say, hey, I'm not there yet. Mm. But but do you think that they really even know what it's about? The people not that go first. get it done in the beginning, and then and now they and now they they calling at everybody else. Come on and join me. Do you think I that they think understand so. what it's about? I don't think so. I think I really don't. I not really, at the beginning. No. No. Not at the beginning. Not at the beginning. Because you know, everybody's I'm, house is still dirty. Yeah. Yeah. You got training wheels on at that point. Right. You know what I mean, and 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 somebody that's got training wheels, it's hard to to, you know, if you're not if you're not riding on that bike without training wheels, it's hard to invite somebody else to get on that bike with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but as far as marriage is concerned, I think that um, it's a slippery slope. It is a very slippery slope. I mean, because um, because what I know is um, 
Well, well, when I changed, it was through through some things that I was and that I was doing wrong. Sure. Nobody had to tell me. Mm-hmm. I figured it out. You know, it was like, oops, I need to change for myself. But is that um, that might be a question for anybody out there? Um, do you run to the Bible when you figure it out, or when somebody else figures it out for you? Hmm. So you say run to the Bible or run to to church? Or run to church. I would think that everybody's situation is somewhat different. I think the average person comes in from the from the from the storm. I think the majority person will come in from the storm. Something's going really wrong and the pain or whatever it is is just too much. And somebody said, Okay, you know, there's an answer for you. Try it out. Try it out. Let's try it out. You know what I mean? Somebody invites you to church and you say, okay, let me go give it a shot and see what's going on. Yeah, but don't you lose. But that's like a last result, right? That's just like somebody else sees your issues and they're like, all right, you need to try this. Well, that's not what you do. What if you were born atheist? Mm, talk about it. Or something else. Mm-hmm. Jehovah Witness. Oh, Lord. Or something else. Mormon. Right? Mm. So, I mean, yeah. you just said a mouthful just now. You said if somebody else sees your issues. So that's what we're talking about tonight, hiding behind the Bible. So somebody else sees your issues and comes to you and says, brother, you need to go to church. How does that go over? Hey, fellas, what's up? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? It was it was kind of a problem getting in the phone lines tonight. It kept saying it was an invalid ID, so okay. the devil was mad with me because he didn't want me to get on here. What's going on? Oh, don't worry. You're the only one. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> keep <laughs> trying. <laughs> Going good, man. You know what the topic is tonight, don't you? Yeah, that's why I was trying, been trying to get on since eight fifty five. Wow, them them lines must really be bad. Yeah. Oh man, they bad. Yeah. But that's all right. We here now. We in. Now, Amen. The question on the floor is uh, might be good for you. Is that uh, if you you know if you were born something different, well you know, and somebody said you know come to my church. And you're not ready. You know, a friend of yours says, come to my church. You're not ready. Maybe you were born atheist. How all of a sudden you now run to the Bible or run run to the church to fix your problems? Can I try to answer that? Yeah, sure. What do you think? Yeah, well, you know, when a person is lost and, 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 uh, and they don't have answers, then they start seeking and once once they seek, they might find something they don't want. I remember, because um, dudes, you know, the, the way we are, we follow the we follow the the the, the, the woman. You know, we follow if, especially if we're trying to get some. You know, we I, I followed this girl. She was going to this church, and they believe in they believed in Yahweh. And I never heard of that 
you know, at that time. So I went in the church, and I'm, I'm still trying to holler, you know. But what what they were saying was actually valid because they kind of made me think on some things. But God always introduced a way for you to find them, and he's going to bring something to the forefront to make you holler out or, or seek them. And then at the time she was telling, they were saying that, you know, hey, um, it was no J's in the alphabet, in the Hebrew alphabet. It's only 24 characters in the Hebrew alphabet. So it, J, J, Jesus wasn't his name. His real name was Yahshua. So G wasn't in there either, so his name was Yahweh. And, and you know, it, it had some stuff in there, but I was still trying to get at her. And I was like, well, you know, but... It, that was a seed that was planted in me to really go back and study when I when I got a chance to. And when I did, I was like, wow, I mean, what else is in there that don't supposed to be in there? So it's always a seed planted first, and then you start seeking them on your own, in, in, in my experience. But have you ever heard – let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard a man say – have I, church have I ever heard of my wife? Have you ever heard uh, one of your, a friend or a guy say, "The church can't help my wife; she's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. she, she need more than <laughs> than 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 um than the church." I've heard that before. You have? Yeah, and uh. I've heard people say something in that similar, but I think that it comes from one of two things. Either they're right. They could be right. The church can help their wife, or they're wrong. And what I mean by that is if they have a – if they go to an ineffective church, entertainment-based church, then you're right. <laughs> they're not going to say anything within the heart of what that church offers that can help. Or it could be that the person has a very uh, immature or ineffectual understanding of what God can do. So either it depends where, where they're coming from with that. That's a good hey. question, P. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still trying to bring that one in, what you just said. like, Well, I mean, you know, just like I think we talked about the different religions, and I'll use that word. Um, some can be effective and some can be ineffective, just like churches, you know. Um, um, as far as, you know, we get into quoting the word, you know, that can be effective and ineffective, you know. All depends on who's doing it and what you really know. We do, mm-hmm. we do know that the Bible is a living Bible. And now, can, I want to rub you there, bro. You said like the different religions. Are you talking different actual religions, like different yeah. followings or different Following. denominations of in the new Christianity? Well, I mean, if, if you say, well, I'm not talking about different denominations of Christianity, no. I'm talking okay. about religion. So if you say... Mormonism, you say Jehovah Witness, you say you know, okay, you know those. Um, but you know, I forgot the point that I was going to make. But um, when you talk about Bible scripture 
and the fact that it's a living Bible, I can read the word, and it'll have a different meaning to me than it is to someone else. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because some people say, you know, I, every time I read it, I get something else out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, but when it comes to when it comes to marriage, can you effectively solve problems in your marriage by quoting Bible scripture? Not, not, nah, you can't effectively do very much anything by just throwing words at it. Okay. But you can live through it. You know, that's I, like uh, the name and the claim of people, man. <laughs> I had a uh, I had a friend of mine come over here. He's a he's a uh, a powerful pastor. He came over the other day with his wife, and you know you 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 talk to people and you don't think they have problems in their marriage because of who they are. But um, his wife uh, made a um, a comment that I never thought that she would say, and she told him that um, I'm your wife. I'm not your child. I'm not your congregation. I'm not part of your flock. I'm your wife. So you need to come off your high horse. And even though he was saying what he was saying right to her, she didn't want to be preached at. Wow. That, <laughs> say again? He put, he put ahead, the Bible sins like on it. Yeah, he was just like, look, baby, the Bible says. He said, look, I'm I'm not your bi- I'm not your flock. You know, we we have sex, you know. And and if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing to please me during the daytime. Don't come tapping on my shoulder at night. I don't care what the Bible say about my body is not mine and yours is not yours. <laughs> you need to just to please me and, and foreplay me all day to, you know, try to get five minutes in with me at night. And that was, I was like, I mean, he know the word back and forth, but it doesn't work. He know that word. Yeah, he know that word, but he don't know what it is. <laughs> he, he know that word, though. <laughs> you know. So, 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 what did he have to revert back to then? At that point, because that—that's where he was at. That's where he's been. He's been in that word. So, when it comes well, back, well, he was, but he didn't realize. He didn't understand. You know, you saw your your head is so far in the clouds where you know earthly good. It's just like he was like always. Mm. The Bible, but he was not doing what he had to do as a husband. He thought as a husband, hey, it's good enough that I got a, a good job and I keep food on the table, and I and I and I'm here with the kids. But she said, no, it's not good enough if you're here and you downstairs in the movie theater watching movies until nine o'clock at night, and, and you got me bringing your break down there, and you don't spend no time. But then you want to come up in the bedroom and try to, you know, slip the pants off and try to hug up on me. She said, that's not appropriate. That's just like going to the toilet on me. And she just was going hard. And he said, well, the Bible says, she said, I don't care what the Bible says. What did the Bible tell you about treating me like Christ treated the church? Tell me what the Bible says about that. So it was a real hard argument. I got a, I got a monkey wrench, if I may. <laughs> Who hides behind the, the Bible more, men or women? It, dep- it depends on who knows the most. What was the question again, man? Who hides, who hides behind, the behind the Bible more, men or women? More. Yeah, thank you. Who has the uh, who hides behind the Bible more, oh. men or women? Uh, probably men. It depends on. I believe it depends on who knows the scripture more. <laughs> who got the better translation? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or I, I think I, it's men, man. You think it's men? Um, it, hold on. It, it, might it, might it might be men. I but think it's because men I, start more denominations based on religious tenets. And that's that's just if you know you have one the fundamentalist group, hey, you need to uh make sure that you cover yourself at all times, don't cut your hair. You know, you don't have no women's groups that started really. You know, you don't have that much, but you got a whole lot of men's groups that started throughout the world history and they've all begun by men. Hmm. I mean, name name two female, you know, begun groupings within any religion. Hard to do it. Yeah, but Rodney, were you talking about um, as far as starting a a, a, a denomination, or, or were you talking about within the marriage? Yeah, just in general. I mean, relationships or, or marriages in general, like the brother was explaining. You know, the the husband was like, well, the Bible says this and that. You know, that's what the context of, of the question was just a follow-up behind what he was talking about in the, the real-world scenario is that in those real-world relationship-type issues, you know, who, you know, who, who runs to and hides behind the Bible more, men or women, the husband or the wife? That was I wasn't talking about denominations and all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I still think it's men. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's neither. I don't think it's sex. All right. Sorry about that echo. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I don't think it's neither sex. I think it's kind of. It's almost kind of impossible to say men hide behind it more than women, or women hide behind it more than men. I mean, if you look at the core of the example that uh, one of the callers gave, this preacher was using the Bible to not listen. He was using the Bible prove his point and to say that he was right. He was not stepping out from behind the Bible and listening to the words that his wife was actually saying to him. So he was just using the Bible, you know, as a defense mechanism. Mm. And uh, a lot of people use that. You know, it's really, it's, it's, uh, some people say, some people use it to be self-serving in, in that regard. Right. So you know, I, I don't, I don't think you can really just look at it from just women and men. I think it's from point of view and, and you know, who can better use it to manipulate the manipulate the word to be a defense mechanism instead of actually having an adult conversation about a situation. Wow, wow. So, so in in saying that, when is it appropriate to quote scripture outside of church? Because you, you tell, no, I mean, you know, the pastor, you know, had an issue with it, with his own wife. So on a mm-hmm. normal day-to-day basis, when is it appropriate for somebody to just, okay, well, you you ask somebody a question, they say, okay, well, the, I mean, would you go into a crack house and start a sentence with, well, the Bible says? No. No. You know, I, I wouldn't, I mean, I, personally, I look at Jesus, you, you rarely, how many times did you hear Jesus start quoting Mosaic Law? Mm-hmm. And very few times. He would tell Mosaic Law whenever he was, you know, attempted to try to trick him through parables. He would explain it through parables where people could understand it. 
And if you're able to understand first, you know, the different um, readings of the Bible, you know, you ask or you, I would imagine you pray to the Holy Spirit to help you to understand the Bible, but then how to relate that to other people. Because you ain't quoting no parables to nobody that's sliding up and down a triple pole. That's not going to work right then. <laughs> parables ain't going to work with somebody that's the mess right away. You, you got to find another another way to do it, or rather just quoting scripture, rather. You have to find another way to get to that person's mentality. And just simply throwing scriptures at somebody is just ridiculous. That's not going to get you anywhere. One, one, this, this, this Darren again. One, one thing um, that the one reason, uh, rule of thumb that I use when I quote scripture or when I tell a story, um, I found that it was most offensive to people uh that I tell them exactly where it says it, and and um and it because it kind of make them look like, oh, he's just trying to show off or he's trying to impress me. Or I'm not impressed by that. But what but what I asked them first, I said, then do you want to know my opinion? Because everybody's right or everybody's wrong when they their opinion, or do you want me at want want me uh, tell you what the Bible say? And then sometimes you'd be surprised people ask, well, what does the Bible say about that? Or sometimes people ask me, well, what would you do as if you was in if you was in my shoes? Would you follow the Bible or would you follow, you know, what 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 your heart tell you to do? And and, and I would tell them, well, this is what my heart, I believe, would tell me to do. But the Bible say if it's contrary to my heart, I will let them know both sides. And they really appreciate that, so now they got a decision to make. Hmm. Hmm. So that's a typical. That, that's how a typical conversation would go. If somebody comes in, and they got an issue, and it's like, well, you know what? And 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 I'll throw an example out. You could be talking about marriage, and if somebody say, "Yo, I'm having issues with my wife. You know, the intimacy is is is, is not there. Um, um, I don't know what happened. It's just different now, and I don't know how to get it back on track." And you know what do you do to 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 help your your same situation in your marriage? I went out with a brother last night, just and we took me to a sushi bar out there in uh, Alexandria because he wanted to roll with me and we want he wanted to really really talk about the very thing you're talking about. And um, I told him to get on this call tonight too, but I don't know if he did. But he um. He had the very issue, and I started asking him. I don't. We. I don't go right in with the Bible, as none of us shouldn't. But you try to kind of do some, 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 some digging and say, okay, try to find out what he did in order for her to respond the way she's responding. And once you dig in, because the only thing he's telling you, or tell it, the only thing he was telling me was, hey. This is what she's doing that I don't like. She's disrespecting me. She's not cooking. She ain't giving up the booty. She's this. She's that. This. And I was like, okay, well, you know, okay. Well, what um, what started this? You know, well, when did this start? And have you done anything outside of that? And then you find out he cheated. Then you find out he's drinking. And then you find out he's doing all these other things. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. This is, this is uh, cause and effect. You know, so you can't right. expect that and, and and still act like this. You can't do that. That's not going to solve anything. So now, you know, it, the Bible don't come into later on, later on. And then once he figure out what where he's out of position, 
then you can back it up with scripture to where he's the head and re and reiterate to him, you're the head. So wherever the head goes, the rest of the body is going too. So if you done cheated on your wife, you just uncovered your house according to this scripture. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, so you said that the scripture comes in later on. Yeah, in our conversation, I, I I don't bring the scripture in because he don't want to hear that. He just want to he just want to know why is things going the way they're going. His wife and he really just want to vent. Sure, you know. But you and brother said, huh? You just said something key. You said he don't want to hear that. No, he don't want to hear that at the time. No, he don't want to hear that. But your goal from the beginning, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, is to slide it in because you know that that's where the true answer lies. That's right, but I have to first hear him out, you know, and and give him a give him a um a equal playing field to try to to try to validate his point that she is absolutely wrong and he really looking for me to back him up and back uh, in the Bible to back him up. But then once you do more research and asking questions, you find out that he uncovered his house a long time ago and just because she didn't find out about it, that doesn't mean that his house is still not uncovered. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, you just said all that without quoting one scripture, but I got what you were saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just perfectly talked about the house being uncovered without quoting one scripture. And I think that sometimes people, I think sometimes we got to meet people where they're at. Right. Oh, yeah. When we take it into another direction and become, you know, well, this is what the book says. You know, because I, I know... Before I was saved, when people would come at me like that, I was ex- exit stage left. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to hear it. I was like, yeah, I hear you, and you know more than I do. I get that. You know more than I do about the Bible. I get that. But right now, I need to talk about what I'm talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just like your man. I need to talk about what I'm talking about. And if you take it in that other direction, I'm not ready for that other direction. So I'm going And then you lose me. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? But, go ahead, go ahead. But Tony, you were saying, um, you know, you have to meet people where they are, yeah. and just uh, touching back on, you know, what the brother said about you can't <clears throat> preach to somebody on the stripper pole. Um, and and I don't know if y'all have heard about the pastor who does preach from the stripper pole. I've heard a couple different types. This one preaches from the stripper pole. Yes, yeah, so this is wow. I heard it's got to be a very interesting uh, collection of money. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, I didn't even think about that. It's funny. I heard about yeah. it. The preachers. I heard about a female that preaches topless. Yeah, see, this is her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, and then you sit there. If if you sit there and you start thinking, what exactly am I hearing? What am I seeing? Or this is this a gimmick? Is where? What is this? That's when the Bible tells you about using wisdom versus folly. If you read it carefully, the book says they both sit on the highest mountain. It, it's very you have to use wisdom to what you're actually dealing with, man. Now you got somebody sitting there topless. What you concentrating on? Well, what's what are you really getting out of that message? What's, what's the difference between somebody preaching topless and somebody preaching and, and molesting little boys? Mm. Oh, I, I can see the. I can see the talking. It's, 
that's a big difference because you have um, he's not molesting boys in the middle of his preaching. You know, this lady is swinging on the pole right. on her message. You know, so she actually has an acronym for stripper. You know, it's like sanctified, renewed, or you know the the letter oh. for stripper. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, 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 it's crazy. But you know, just going back to what you know T. Hawk was saying, um, and then on the flip side of that, on the flip side of that. Um, I've heard of ministers that uh, used to strip a pole, pardon my voice, fellas, but they used to strip a pole um, as far as preaching a message of uh, uh, getting a healthier sex life back into the marriage. You know, so going back to what T-Hawk was saying about, you know, just meeting people where they are, um, you know this this guy literally you know has a pole up on the on the on the on the stage and you know preaches his message and it then uses it more like a symbol that you know it is it, 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 it's okay to you know be a little freaky deaky to you know step outside the box in order to get some uh you know to revitalize your you know dead or mediocre or, or decrepit sex life you know in a marriage yeah it's, I mean, you know what I mean? Ways. You hear it, man. It's like such a slippery slope. You know, I, I, I agree with that if that's exactly what it is. But I'd have seen that message go down a different pathway with a few left-right turns, and all of a sudden, <laughs> that ain't what it's about at all. And then he's like, well, wait, what am I hearing here? You know, it's, it's I tell you, man, that's what it's, it's certain things you got to hear. You learn through reading it, let the Holy Spirit talk to you. That's right. I, I firmly believe it. That's right. Because you'll sit there try to use your own rationale. Dog, I'd have heard stuff from, not even on the sex thing, I'd have heard people under the umbrella of Christianity say, we don't play music at our church because some scripture in the Bible says, you know, that you're supposed to make a joyful noise in your heart. You ain't supposed to play instruments. I'd have heard people <laughs> say, we don't practice anything but the missionary position because, uh, something in in Psalms with with David yeah. about. I'm like, wait a minute, what are we talking about here? Like, I got seriously? A, I got a friend going through that problem right now. Yeah, like we don't do nothing but missionary because yeah, you know the Bible talks about you know man would be face to face, you know facing what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 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 and I'm hearing this right, and I'm agreeing with you because because. There are what Andrew calls religious religious nut jobs. People that they just that. make and religious say whatever they want. They read something and make it sound like a, something totally different, and then they got a following that believes the same thing. Now everybody's screwed up. Yeah, you they're know, using their own interpretation. Their own interpretation. But when does it get to the point when you're not in a church setting and you're not in a Bible study setting, and then, okay, now it's time to quote Scripture? And then how does, like, anybody, let's just say somebody here quoting Scripture, how do does someone listening to that say, well, this person's a religious nut job? How can you differentiate between the two? Well, I think it's relative. You and I, we may sit and say because of a certain amount of learning, reading, studying, that, okay, this, you know, sect of people over here are nutty because X, Y, and Z. But at the same time, somebody's looking at you and me saying that sect of people is nutty because of X, <laughs> Y, and Z. That's right. 
You know what I mean? So, so it's really about where you are in terms of when you're looking at somebody. Um, and, you know, it's real easy, man. My wife used to be within the apostolic, you know, no TV, no earrings, no jewelry, long hair, don't cut nothing, shoulder pad suits, everything. I mean, that, that was just how they did it. And, you know, the more debased, the better. You know, no birth control, seven, eight kids, everybody got at least four because, you know, the Bible says this and that. And then you start, you know, you start pulling out, so to speak, um, and seeing the world as a, at a bigger level. Now, of course, you're going to have people in there that's going to gank on you, but at some point you're going to get pulled out. Anytime God worked with any of his leaders, he always pulled them out of where they were at to show them who they were. That's what he did with Moses. Pulled him out in the desert for 40 years. Had Jesus out in the desert. And anytime he's going to pull you out, because you got to sometimes see what it is God has for you, who you are outside of your environment. Well, one thing the Bible clears up is how to um, differentiate and how not to be crazy and join those cliques, clans, and clusters. And when he tells you, when it says in there, how to, if a person find it offensive, that you're eating meat and it's offensive to them, then don't do it in front of them. Even though don't but don't let them make you or sway your mind to say that it's wrong or it's a sin to eat meat. Now if it's, if 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 they say like I mean I know a lot of people that say oh swine oh swine swine. Well you know if if I see somebody eating chitlins and I don't eat pork, I'm not gonna say are oh, you nasty because it's certain things for certain people. You know I can. I can see somebody eat chitlins and they're perfectly healthy and then somebody else eating pork and they not so healthy and they got high blood pressure and they got high, high uh, artery clotter and all this other stuff. So what might be for one person might not be for another person. And I, and I get sick and tired of this thing about it's against the law or it's a sin to drink wine. How are you going to call yourself a deacon in the church if you're drinking wine? Well, it's my anniversary, speaking, and my and I'm not drinking it to get drunk, and and the God, and God has not told me I couldn't drink wine. So if He have told you that you need to stop drinking wine because you get blasted every night, don't try to con- don't try to bring that over in my house and tell me that I can't do it because you fail at drinking it properly. Mm-hmm. So I tell I tell my wife, you know, if yeah, I don't drink, but when I if, Let's have some wine, and we out. We're going to have some wine. I mean, we do it because we want to, and ain't nobody going to make me feel like I'm guilty if I, you know, slip and eat some chillings. They got a place up there in, in Waldorf called uh, Eddie Leonard's. They're good chillings. But, you know, and I you know, I know it's not healthy to eat chillings, but, you know, I, I call some of my church folks up in there, and they claim they wasn't ordering chillings. But, you know, I'm like, I don't care what you order. I'm not going to run back and tell. You know, you eat what you want. Hold on, hold on a second. When you caught them out there, they had to justify to you that they wasn't eating chitlins? They felt that I was up there getting some. They was like, what you doing up here? And they sell they sell, uh, chicken. They sell a lot of other stuff, too. But they automatically start explaining what they weren't getting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, That's, why are you? that religious cycle, man, you know? <laughs> like you walking on the apostolic person. Like, what you doing at the movies? Oh no no! See, I was I was you know was out here in uh tearing for the Holy Ghost and uh you know they just happened to you know have uh Tyler Perry. I mean you know we're trying to get these people out of here, man. You start feeling like you got to explain away your 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 salvation. 
You know? Right. Wow. Wow. And it happens. It happens. It, when you do that, then people start doing stuff on the street. I don't have any kids. Y'all got kids. And I think y'all probably can testify better than me that if you don't have communication and somebody feels like they got to sneak around, you basically start creating little liars. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> it can't communicate with you. You know, I felt a little tempted by this. Is this right? Nay, if I can't talk with you, well, I'm going to stay curious, but now I'm going to try to be sneaky about it. Instead mm-hmm. of just coming to you directly, you make me feel uncomfortable. So so, so people, pe- people in the church will probably tend to act different around the friends that don't go to church with them. It's right. Statement. It's natural to be clickish. It's it's natural um, to be to be clickish. My church, for instance, is only like 60 people. You know, at this point, it's still growing. And he, I, I told the pastor, I said, I noticed already that um, people are getting their used to their certain seats. Like, they're sitting in their certain, I mean, it's only... There's room for 300, 400 in there, but it's only like 30 people, but they in their fine seats already. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, switch, you, you know. I, I noticed I'll start doing that. I'll start switching around because you'll start getting clickish, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. this is my seat. So, 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 so the question to that is, if people act different, churchgoers act different around the friends that don't go to church than they do with the people that they do go to church with, which... Mm-hmm. Is live and which is Memorex? Which is real and which isn't? I think that's the question. I mean, because you know, if I got my homies that I know don't go to church, but I'm kicking it with them, and I'm one person, and then I slide up in church on Sunday, and then I'm somebody else. Which is live or which is Memorex? I, I think that I think that just because you hang around. A different group of people that don't go to church, and you're hanging around a group of people that go to church. You're really mimicking Jesus because he hung around his disciples. But you remember the Sadducees had a problem with him hanging around the prostitutes and the tax collectors and the and the swindlers and all those other people too. So they was like, why is you know when he when he told my man to get out of that sycamore tree and and you know he was a tax collector. And um and he was like, How do Jesus know this person? Well look at that prostitute doing this to him and I mean, that's our assignment as Christian men. We're supposed to go out there and get them and bring them in, but we gotta be like them so we can be approachable. I and you, and I every time you. I talk to guys that are not in church, they end up coming because they see that people that go to church is not all Bible thumpers and they're not gonna they're not gonna judge you and not all not everybody is like that. You know, I think they got a big perception of people that's in church uh, of being judgmental. Sure, but if your homies are drinking and you have a little drink with them and they cussing and you cussing with them and they peeping, hollering, you peeping and hollering, because in Rome sometimes you do as the Romans do. Um, Jesus did not uh, act as a tax collector. He did not act as a prostitute. When he was around these people, he still was Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So the question is, which is in our lives, and this is just a question for us as individuals in our lives, because we all got homies. We ain't cut them all off, and we know we're trying to get them on the right path, but still and all, which is live and which is Memorex. And, you know, that's the question. Do do we flip the script when we go to the left, or do we just keep it? Go ahead, go ahead. I think it depends on what you mean by... You know, I'm just kicking it with my 
my dudes. I'm just, what kind of kicks are you kicking? And you know, I just, you know, what I mean, like you, you made a well, That's what I was gonna bring up. Jesus entertained the atmosphere of these people, yeah. but he did not allow them to become a definition of who he was. Right. He didn't absorb the personalities and the traits and ways of these people. They absorbed his to some degree, you know, various, you know, um, outcomes of the people, but it didn't work two ways. You know, it wasn't come follow me and then I'll see about following you. So you're right. It's, it's, you know what I found, man, is that the people that find salvation, will be worked on differently depend based on what they used to do in the past. I give you a, a real polar example. This is a website called the Pink Cross, right? The Pink Cross is a lady named Shelley Lupin. She used to be in the porn industry like eighties, nineties. So she her. after being saved, that's her field that she tends to of pulling out these porn stars. Now that won't be a majority of people for a couple of reasons. For one, how many people are dealing with on the other side of that computer, or other side of the, the stripper poles? They go to pay money to watch this stuff. So if I'm pulled out of it, I'm not going to be that effective going down to the, you know, the uh, adult video awards trying to uh, <laughs> trying to witness. I'm going to be bonkers out my head trying not to cheat <laughs> your basket. Whereas these people, they've seen it from so many different angles and ways in the industry and the video. It, they're basically immune to it. They was immune to it when they was in the world. So when they out there working and pulling people, they can relate. They can, like somebody said earlier, they can use um, words, audio expressions to who used to be some of their fellow workers and they can relate on certain kind of phrases and words while they're working on their spirit, getting them pulled a little bit closer and a little bit closer to finding about Christ. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, when you when, – when I I found out, you know, I, when I used to have homies that – and they still do, some of them, they still drink and they still smoke and puff and try to pass it. But when I go home to Atlanta, I find that, as I go home now, a lot of times I hang around the same guys when I go home, but the light that they see in me causes them not to do certain things around me. And I, and at first I was kind of getting offended because I was like, man, go ahead and do you. You know, but after a while I'm like, why are you always, and I just had to ask him, one of my boys one day, why are you always hiding your liquor bottles and and, and and trying to put out the, the smoke and telling everybody, you know, because I was getting offended because I was like, yo, they don't think that I'm cool no more or something. You know, mm-hmm. they, say, they say, man, you know, you come around, it's like we have to respect you and respect your game. And they, they don't know what they got to respect. They just talking in a worldly way. Uh, but they trying to express it. They trying to express seeing my spirit. But they don't know what they see. So they're trying to communicate that to me. And I know exactly what they're talking about, but they don't. They don't know mm-hmm. that my spirit. But they say there's something about you that when you come around, man, we kind of feel intimidated by your presence. And there's no disrespect to you, but we don't want you to see us like this. 
Because we kind of like a shame, but we ain't going to admit it to one another. But I'll admit it to you because it's just me and you in here, and you ain't going to judge me. But Well, darkness can hide in darkness, man. Darkness can't hide in light. Right. And I said, well, you know, man, uh, I really appreciate that. And uh, we was we was playing spades um, after everybody put away their stuff. And they on Sunday in Georgia, on Sunday, the liquor store closed. And when they closed, um, they closed at midnight, Saturday night going into Sunday morning. Where it was 12.45, and they had just beat me and my brother in the hand of spades. I was like, man, let's talk. We're going to run this back. Now, we around people, thugs. We in the projects and all that stuff. And I said, no, let's run it back. And he said, man, we got to get to the liquor store. We had fun playing with you. At first, we thought you was a stuck-up dude, but, man, y'all cool. And I said, you know, well, here's here's $30. You're going to buy liquor anyway. Send somebody else here's $30, go get your liquor, but you need, you two need to sit down here and finish playing me and my brother. Man, them dudes stopped and was like, you will do that for me? It was only $30, but it was just to let them know that I am not a a threat. I'm not coming here to send you to hell. And, and, and some of them brothers went to church that next day just because of that gesture. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what, what I was going to ask, and, that, and that, that's good, brother. That's good words. But what I was going to ask is, what would you perceive as "quote unquote" better? If you're around your boys, who, you know, maybe they're not, uh, you know, saved or going to church every week or whatever, what would you rather have? Would you rather them, you know, hide their liquor bottles, you know, not holler at women in front of you, or would you rather have them just be themselves around you and? Maybe not necessarily drag you into it, but they don't they don't change their behavior at all, you know, around you. They just like, yeah, you know, Darren's cool or whatever, but he don't drink or he don't holler at women like we do. Would you rather them change their behavior or would you rather them be themselves, you know, when they're in your presence? I'd rather them see my spirit and and their because a lot of them they will start cussing just to see if I join in in the cursing. Or they'll, they'll start talking about girls as they walk by just to see where I am. And if I don't join in, then they kind of throttle back a little bit, especially when they start cussing and drinking. And then when I don't when I don't fall into that, then they kind of start, now since I'm peculiar, as the words say I should be, now they're asking me questions because I'm not judging them. So, and, they, and then they, and as they asked me more questions, they was like, well, wait a minute, you go to church? I said, yeah, I, yeah, I am a deacon, and yeah, this and that and the third. And they was like, wow, well, you're the first person that, that's been in your situation that never said anything to me about my cursing. So think to me about my drinking. Let me flip that even around to say that what about in a situation where, you know, people, maybe they're not, you know, just doing all kinds of stuff, but what about if someone were to be surprised? They were like, oh, you go to church? You would, you know, like how would that, and you could go to church every week and, you know, read your Bible. How would, how would you feel if somebody came at you like, man, I'm surprised that you go to church. Like how would that make you feel? Because I, I know that's happened to, you know, a, a lot of people, especially in the, in, the, in the workplace, that, you know, Easter's coming up. And uh, you know, and everybody goes to church on Easter, but the 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 perception is that you know, suppose that person that you think is only a C and E Christian, like they go every week, but often their behavior, and it's like, really, you go to church? 
Like, it do, like how was how would that make you feel if somebody came out and was like, oh, I even know you were a church going man? That's because you're not on your game. If somebody got to act surprised because of your previous behavior or your weekly behavior or your daily behavior, that means that you're not showing what you need to be showing. Because when people ask me, do I? Uh, oh, they figure I went. Mm-hmm. You know, that's who, as Christian men, we need to be, oh, I figure he went to church because of the way he carried himself. It doesn't need to be a surprise. Man, I'm surprised you go to church as much customers <laughs> out here. <laughs> so, 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 what, and, and, and this is great. So, what you're saying is, and I think I know what Rodney's getting at, what you're saying is your aura should explain it all. Exactly. Opposed to someone coming out and saying, well, the Bible says. Because when people say that, well, when the Bible says, people automatically assume that you're that church-going guy. So, therefore, without quoting Scripture, because that's what we're talking about, hiding behind the Bible, without quoting any Scripture, a person can live their life in a fashion where somebody knows that you're a man of God. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And you won't have to say a word. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, you, you shouldn't have to say a word. You, the praises come through your actions, how you, how you see. People see you, the glory of the uh, grace of God, through you, not by you just quoting scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. I, I, think, uh, I think even in the midst of all that, though, you still have people who are going to ask you that question. I mean, yeah, but let them ask, but then you're supposed to refer to them. You're not supposed to answer for them. You're not... You know, God doesn't want you to answer for him. That's what they call a living witness. If you're a living witness, people don't, they're not going to be surprised. They're going to be like, yeah, I figured he went. Well, well, see, I, I get that, but then when I read scripture, I see something different. Mm. What, what, I, what scripture I, you read? Well, I'm reading the Holy Bible where Jesus Christ himself was not recognized by uh. me. They didn't identify him as the son of God, although some did. Some completely did not. And did he not represent himself as the son of man? Well, that's that's because of, I mean, you you can't look at that as the same level as what we're talking about. When they didn't recognize him, the Jews still don't recognize him as being the son of God. Um, That's what what they were dealing with back then. They was kind of like, because he came from where he came from and he he, he was known to be, uh, Mary's and Joseph's son. Uh, he was known from that that town in Jerusalem or Beth Bethlehem. Hey, ain't you Mary's son? And they was trying to identify him as a little boy coming up, snotty nose kid type of deal. And they couldn't get out of their head who he was. Yeah, I mean, even do you think about? It, I mean, even the devil himself tried to say, "Well, if you're the son of God, then come with me to the mountain. Do this. Kneel before me." Right. You know, you know. Always, everybody look, and he just says, "Listen, I don't report to you. I don't have to do anything for you. I don't have to show you anything." But you remember now, Jesus had Jesus was three people, and 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 a lot of us got to be three and four and five people as well. Meaning, three or four hats we have to wear. He was the he was the he was the carpenter, right? He was the Christ. And he was also the son of God. So the demons recognized him as the son of God God, because they knew that 
his authority as the son of God will uh, take him from one fleshly body and put him into a pile of pigs. Uh, the Christ that came to save people. I mean, if you if he he brought his carpenter hat on during the time that he was supposed to be casting out demons, he would be ineffective. Uh, and that and that's what I was telling my man who had the problem with his wife. Uh, I said you can't go to your house with your wife and have your pastor hat on. You have to take that hat off and not put on your father hat either. You know, even though you're an effective father, you're an awesome pastor, but you also got to have a, a be an awesome husband as well and know when to take those hats off. I remember when I was in boot camp, this drill sergeant had to go to a psychological therapy because he was treating his troops as his children and went home and treated his children like his troops. You know, he, he, he was awesome in both areas, but he was twisted. And, and a lot of us need to know when to put on certain hats, but because it, it uh. so you know it can attack our character, you know if we if we don't if we have on the wrong hat, and it can um, disregard our whole character. So, so I, I hear what you're saying. Do you think do you think Jesus ever stopped being Jesus? No, he was Jesus, but sometimes he was the carpenter, and sometimes he was the Christ, and sometimes he, he was you know the, the Christ came to pour in. The, the the son of God came to pull out, and the carpenter came to build. So he was, but if you if at any different time if he had on a different hat when he was doing another job, he was he was going to be discredited, and they was trying to discredit him the whole time. And every time he had on the right hat. Yeah, well, but he was he was never he was always who he was. He was always ministering in whatever area, whether that was carpentry or whether that was taking care of his mom, whether that was uh, staying in the temple at 12 years old and, and teaching uh, scholars and, and, you know, astute men of the word. I mean, he was he was always on his game. He was always about his father's business, as he put out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was never nothing separate than that. Mm-hmm. He was not just, uh, you know, hammering nails, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a purpose. He always had a purpose. It was a, it was a method to what he was doing. You're right. You remember when he was when he came up on that man who was he was he was breaking chains and he was strong and he was possessed with all these demons and people were scared to go down there. And as soon as he saw him, the the man demon filled, he saw him from afar. He said, "Jesus, Son of God." He didn't say Jesus to Christ. He said Jesus, the Son of God, because he recognized him. He said, they, hey, "It's my not, not my time to go yet." Let me go into that pile of pigs. So he was begging to not be condemned at that time. So that's when, but he recognized him. How he recognized him is his hat. He saw his hat of the Son of God. He didn't see the Christ. What's the difference? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. And you know, I'm glad that y'all, you know, had that moment, which is great. Um. For a couple seconds ago, there was a little debate, right? And 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 the question that I want to throw out is, on a call like this, when we talk about marriage and we talk about uh, uh, certain issues that go on in marriage and everyday things with everyday people, Christians, non-Christians, whoever the case may be, when is it appropriate to answer a question that's been thrown out 
to the audience with a Bible verse? You can't answer that. You can't you can't answer that like, you know, it's appropriate at this time or that time. It's on the scriptures. And sometimes like um an example, um I think somebody mentioned that uh God he didn't hang out with the you know, the healthy. And you know, here's a scripture verse for you, Mark two seventeen, he says it's not the healthy who need a doctor but the sick. Gotcha. So you know, you and, and, and nobody even said that. But somebody could have said it and I actually was gonna say it, but somebody else, you know, made another point, so I just made the point here. But you can't really dictate to say, Well, okay, now at ten twelve, here's your opportunity to drop a, a scripture verse at that question or that, that point that the brother just made. You can't you can't dictate it because it's when the spirit of God moves, it just comes out. Okay. So so in a forum that has never even been advertised as any type of Bible study whatsoever, you're telling me that the Spirit of God will come through someone and say, okay, well, this is how we do this. Yes, because, I mean, the, 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 the brothers that participate, that's like the brother says, it's already in them, so it's going to come out. You know, it may not come out at 9.15, but it will come out at 10.15 or 11.15. But if, if the brother stay on, stays on, it's going to eventually come out by somebody. And, you know, and that's a great point. You talk about advertisement. And let me throw this question out. Okay, we have, you know, this venue, this, this, this little thing we do on Tuesday nights. What percentage, and anybody can answer this, what percentage of the show from zero to 100% would you say that this show is is Bible study or Bible beating or, or scripture reading or whatever you want to call it relating to the specifically the Bible portions of the show? Would you say it's 50%? Would you say it's 75%? Would you say it's 10%? What percentage would you label, you know, this venue as, quote, unquote, Bible study? Put a number on it. Quote unquote Bible study is well over fifty percent. I disagree with that. You think so? I disagree with that. Absolutely, because what you're talking about is we have an hour let's just average all the shows we've done two hundred let's say we average a two and a half hour show. You're saying that on average we spend an hour and fifteen minutes on the Bible and that's inaccurate. I think that there are overtones about the Bible throughout the um, the time frame. But when you strictly look at, you know, will somebody please read from Luke chapter 5, <laughs> you know, and then you pick it up from Psalms and we're going to tie this together. No, you don't have that. And I don't think that's that's not the that's not the groundwork of what this was created to be. But I don't, even think the, I, don't even think, I don't even think the overtones are 50%. You know, because I've been on here most of the 200 episodes. I've been on here where it's the last 15 minutes of a three-hour show. That's when it was controlled. Right. I'm not talking about the overt stuff. I'm talking about, you know, when I'm people say, you know, oh, well, you know, overtly, no. But covertly, I would say so. And that's only because, you know, I, I have, at least what I think, is a Christian ear to hear it. If I'm walking in fresh off the street and 
and I'm listening to y'all while I'm walking out my little drink on the side listening to y'all saying, that's pretty good. I ain't going to hear none of that probably. But yeah, he's mm. got some kind of good communication going on. Hey, it's kind of interesting. And that's, that's what you're going to get drawn to. You just said something very profound, brother. What, the Kanye? No, not the Kanye. No, not the Kanye. Man, come on. But you're right, because we we have a different ear. So we hear different things. And, yes, I would say probably covertly, you probably put up to 75, 80%. However, if if, if a brother's not, a brother's not going to hear that if he doesn't have the ear to hear it. And as, you know, Scripture says, they have eyes, but they cannot see. They have ears, but they cannot hear. So just like you said, we have good chat, and it's and it's covert vibe all over. And the brothers sitting on the stoop listening to us like, wow, this is a great conversation. The brother's talking about, you know, his wife ain't giving him none, you know, whatever the case may be. So it's it's a different ear. So, you know, a Christian brother will hear it different than a non-believer, period. No, I don't agree. Okay. And the reason why I don't agree is because of the feedback that I've got. But you get feedback from and the feedback that you got on the show. So, so people that don't show up on the show, they're giving you feedback, correct? I got feedback from people that have showed up on the show, and so have you. But they never last but week. They, they, but they show up. You just got it last up. week. What are you talking about? But they show back up. That's but what thing. I'm saying is, you just got it last week on your show. Oh, why are we down going back to the Bible? You see what I'm saying? And, and, and again, at some point, we were, you know, we had it to a science. Because it's for everybody. Ahead, let, me just ask, let me just ask you this question, okay? Sure. What percentage, let me, ask, let me back up, what percentage would you like the Bible to be mentioned on this no, no, show? No, 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 it's no. Not, it's, not, it's not a percentage of the Bible being, if it was my way, if it was my way, I would like for people to be able to get their point across without making other people feel un- uncomfortable and inferior with the Bible quote. Because there's ways that people do it and can get their point across without Bible beat. You understand what I'm saying? Well, I, don't, I, I, don't, I, yeah. just, I just don't necessarily agree with the Bible beating label. That's what okay. I'm, I'm Okay, well, then take that out. Bible and, mentioning, you know, yeah. indirectly, you know, because we talk about... There's no indirectly. There's no indirectly. When you say indirectly, either you're quoting scripture or you're not. There's no gray area. There's no indirectly doing it. Well, when he say, when I, I believe when he say indirectly, that means getting your point across uh, from a scriptorial standpoint. And, right. Right. That, you know, you're not quoting anything. You're just saying, you're just basically mentioning a principle that you follow mm-hmm. that Thank works. You. Because we That's all, what I'm talking about. Yeah, we all trying to find the answers, and uh, and and everybody's opinion it may be the answer temporarily, but we're trying to pi- find permanent solutions. Am I right? Sure, sure. that's right. And, and you just said exactly what I'm talking about. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah, because it's the ideal living in the real, and like someone could say that marriage is supposed to be between a man and a woman. Sure. And anywhere in the Bible, not directly stated that way. It's stated in, in indirect ways, but again, like the brother says, if they have a, script, a scriptural backing, numerous points. We, we we got into a conversation a couple of weeks back. Brother said him and his wife talk about, I mean, him and his wife watch pornography together. Mm-hmm. 
and we were having a conversation in reference to him and his wife sinning, whether it was a sin or it wasn't a sin. Yes. Remember that? I remember Now, somebody that. from the outside li- listening into that conversation, what do, you, what do you think they would perceive of that conversation? I would hope they would give the answer, a clear answer, a definitive answer on whether that behavior is a sin or not a sin. Because when it comes down to it, there, there, you know, with, I, I say this, with, with God, there is no gray area. It's black or white. Sure. Now, with us, we, we make it gray. It's like, well, you know, if you do it with your wife or if you just taste it, you're not watching it. I mean, but with him, if you stand at the gate and with, with regard to pornography, he's going to say that, oh, well, you're all right, brother. That's not a sin. Would you think he would say that? So, I mean, with, 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 with God, it's black or white, but we try to make it gray. So I would hope that anybody who's listening would get a clear, definitive answer on whether it was a sin or it's not a sin. No, like, well, if you do it on Monday night but not Tuesday through Saturday, it's cool. You know, I would hope they would have got a, and I don't know if they did, if they were listening, but I would think that, again, there is a, a, an end goal. Like, we do agree to disagree, but at the same time, there is a standard. There is the truth, and there is okay. a lie. Okay, so when so when we had the conversation, uh, bands that make her dance, what was the end goal? That the bands help her to become athletic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the end goal, if, if, you were, if, if anybody was here for that show, the end goal was like the brother actually mentioned about how this former stripper was saved, and now her her, her, her ministry is to go and, and minister and, 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 and reach strippers to try to get them out of the club, to try to get them off the pole. So that was the point. But we didn't get there until the end. I didn't say, you know, this is, this is such and such. This is a ministry. It's a website. We didn't get there until the end. I just gave okay. you her points of talking about how she used to dance and she did this and she was abused and all of this stuff. But in the end, if you look to the old show, in the end she was like, but you know what, Jesus came into my life. Got and I got saved, and this is my ministry, and and that was the goal. That that was the that was the whole purpose of that show is to say that it, it, there is <laughs> there is a a right and a wrong. I guess is is what 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 I was what we were trying to get with that. Okay. Okay, I got you, but still, I'm still sticking to my fifty percent. <laughs> I don't agree with that Cause, Because everything really we just talked that. about Everything we talked about was spiritual And I think that this call with the, You have a topic hiding behind This call is that you have to exclude it You can't I mean, I'm just talking about bands that make a dance Consistency You know uh, uh, um, I do and I don't I mean love and war I mean you got to go there when you talk about is it biblical? But I mean, you really can't include. I mean, this show is about. I mean, it's got it in the title, so you gotta kind of. No, start this show right here. Different. Yeah, well, 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 we know because yeah. you know we we we've had a conversation about the direction that the show was going in. Sure, but you know and, that's your perception. But what is the groups? What is the folks that are listening? Do the the folks listening right now? Do you think it's fifty percent Bible and fifty percent world, or is it more or less? If you were to put a percentage on it. What is your perception? And, your, and nobody's perception is wrong. Okay. Perception is reality. Throw it out, out to the group. Somebody well, answer. 
what do you think that if this show, this venue that we do on Tuesday night, is it 50% Bible, 100% Bible, 20% Bible, and I'm talking about um, overt, like right now, I just dropped the scripture. I'm talking about overt. I'm not talking about covert. I'm talking about direct in your face. You know, this is, you know, we got to be Christian men, blah, 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 blah. Y'all know what I mean. So if you were to put a number on it, is it 50%, is it 20%, what would you call it? Anybody? I mean, it's somewhere below 50 to me, above 10. But, you know, it's, I'll, I'll just say like this, it's it's a comfortable enough format that I feel like I'm making ground. So wherever yeah, that number yeah. falls in between 10 and 50, so be it. Okay, so let me let me take that question that you asked Rodney and let me just rearrange it just a little bit. Yeah, sure. What is the percentage between zero and a and a hundred percent that you come on this show and you're going to hear something in reference to the Bible? It's a one hundred percent chance. Okay. Absolutely. Right. It's a one hundred percent chance at some point during the two to three hours, how long we stay on here. And my question back to you is, and, I, and, and, and again, um, that's get a good thing. No, no, get mine in. Go ahead. That's a oh, good thing. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. All right, so, so I'm, I'm sending this out to the crowd. So, how many people? Because we, we, we want to know. We want to build this call going into a fifth year. We want to build this call for for the better. How many people, regardless if the Bible's in it or not, are getting something out of the call? Are you getting more Bible verses, or are you getting more that's that's helping your marriage? That's I think you getting key. more marriage help. Marriage you know, help. Everybody's saying, "Hey, was that in the Old Testament, King James?" I didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. Right, it's a time, it's a place for that. If I'm looking to fortify myself through understanding that, then go to Bible study at your church at seven o'clock at night on Thank Thursday. What? Right. So what yeah, I'm saying is that you don't come here for Bible study. No, when Jesus wanted to do his thing, he separated away and he had prayer with him through the Father. Mm-hmm. When he got his fulfillment, then he integrated back into the world with the parables and the five loaves and the two and, you know, this is how you do this. And then when it's time to separate away, he pulled away from all that. You know, it's a time for you to be plugged in. I think it like this. When my phone needs to charge, it separates from everything, and it is tied to a power source to regenerate. When it is full of power, then it will pull off that tether cord and be mm-hmm. effectual in the world. That's why the Bible talks about being filled with the Holy Spirit, filling you you have a feeling you don't fill up things just so you can sit on the shelf. You know you fill up tires so they can hit the ground running and take you somewhere, and then you refill. You have to recharge things. And where does the power come from? Where does the power come from? Come from, from? You, yeah, where do you get that? You talk about connecting to a power source. Your phone connects to electricity. But where do you get your power from? Is it from you? Is it from your wife? Oh no, job or you know, is it from your boys? Is it from household oh. stress? I mean, where do you get the power source from? I don't get my power source from anything on this planet that I can have an equal with. It has to come from something that's greater than me. Otherwise, we're just siphoning off each other's power. Mm. Wow. Now you're talking. 
You ever try to charge a, a phone off a computer? Takes forever. Yes. And you end up draining the computer two times as fast. And it was crazy. Charge your brand new laptop up to 100%, right? Take it off the cord and then put your phone into it. Your computer will die twice as fast. And by the time it's finished, the phone won't even be halfway charged. That's right, because it's a separate. It's a separating the, the power. You know, you you do using a different power source. You're draining that energy. Um, it's yeah. almost like marriage. Sometimes we drain our wife's energy, and don't even realize. But both both uh, devices have to be connected to the same power source. That's true. That's the point. That's the point. That's the point. <laughs> Because, you know, and, and going back to your questions, you know, yes, I'm 100% at some point, and again, let's not talk about tonight. This is something different tonight. Tonight is what? Yeah, tonight is something different. It's in, the, it's in the topic. Can't get around. And then sometimes it's going to be like that. Man versus the flesh was another example. You can't get around it. The flesh is a, a churchy word, biblical word, but that's neither here nor there. Sure. And if. 100% is uh, too much or, you know, what, I guess, what would you like to scale it down to is, is, is the question. Would you like to scale that 100% to 0%? One one thing about this, Joe, um, you're, you're, you're in a, a venue where you're trying to really help marriages. You're, you're in a venue where you want a successful marriage. And the only way, we and we can't get around this, okay? The only way you can have a successful marriage is you have to uh, um, talk about the being that created this institution. So if you're trying to fix a bike and you're looking at a set of motorcycle instructions, you're never going to get there. That's right. And so if you if if you no matter how you try to say this is my opinion about marriage or this is my opinion this is what me and my wife do that's all as again temporal but when you're trying to p- find permanent solutions to try to help people stay married you can't do anything but go to the creator who created this this institution and you have to rely on his rules and when we rely on our own rules that's when we're going to find ourselves in the divorce course. But when you rely on his rules, you will see less divorces. Mm. Well, I mean, we don't, if, if there was a guidebook for marriage. It is. It's my book called How to Stay Married for at Least 100 Years. <laughs> we need to get everybody on it. Hold on, Darren. I guess that, and what, to Tony's point, let me try to help him make his point. And also tie in what the brother said earlier. How do we get that guy who can't properly communicate with his wife? He's not in the church, but he's sitting out on the stoop, you know, drinking a cognac or whatever. How do we get him? Is it is it even possible to get a guy like that plugged in, um, you know, to to this venue where you will get some uh, Bible, you will get some. Uh, you know, for uh, some 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 biblical knowledge, directly, indirectly, over the coach. Is it how do you get that guy 
because that's the guy, I guess, that we're not reaching. You know, all you guys are biblical guys. All you guys go to church and your leaders and your elders and, you know, that's that's who shows up on our shirt, on our, on our show on Tuesday night, is guys who take their family to church, yep. who show up on the job. Yep. But at the same time, you got guys who are struggling in marriage. What about them? Yeah, what about them? Like, how do we reach them or can we reach them? What is the... Think like, about one um, wrong. Wrong doesn't like to be confronted as... And I had to learn that. I had to learn that the hard way. When you're confronting wrong, it wants to make its case and stand its ground. And 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 a lot of fellows. What's wrong when you, when you say wrong? What do you mean by wrong? Well, he just mentioned uh, uh, a brother's drinking a, a bottle of cognac, want to drown his sorrows in his drunkenness. Or you 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 talk to a fellow that that loves cheating on. He he got a. Uh, a, a, a girlfriend and a wife on the side. You know, you don't. Those kind of guys don't like to be confronted in their wrongdoings. And if you do, you automatically coming at them from a, a biblical standpoint. Even though you just saying, "Hey, bro, that's wrong to be cheating on your wife." I got you. That's I gonna, got, they're gonna I got put you. barriers up anyway. But but they're gonna put barriers up. Wouldn't that guy benefit from 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 a venue like this? He would, but he ain't going to want to come here if ain't nobody else on the call wrong with him. If ain't nobody else in agreement with what his wrongdoing is, he will quickly hang up. He's going to have to be ready for a change, and that's just all it is to it. You can't, you know, you, the, the, the saying is you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You know, you can tell him about it. You can say, hey, look, it's a it's a bunch of brothers on the phone that want to do right up, right. Well, I know I ain't doing it. I ain't getting on that call because I don't want to be found out. Oh, we, it's a bunch of married brothers that's, that's that's trying to make marriage work up. I like my girlfriend on side. I ain't getting on that call. You see, so they don't want to be confronted. It doesn't matter, you know, if it's a Christian venue, a marriage venue, just a bunch of positive brothers. Even the, the words positive scare them. Um, I went to, um, we did a, uh, as you all know, we did a video shoot, a documentary. There was a brother that um, was in the documentary with us. Um, and, you know, because afterwards I went back to the barbershop to get some feedback. And this particular brother said, man, I went, but I didn't know I was going to have Bible study. And he was, he also quoted something that Paul said in the Bible as well. He was in in on the Bible study. Um, but he was versed in the Bible as well, this one this one particular verse. But after his feedback was, you know, and he had never been on our call, never been. He just was a member. Of, he was just a, a customer of the of the barbershop. And he said, um, I didn't know it was going to be Bible study. That was his feedback. Um, and I, and I thought, I thought it was strange. Hold on. I thought it was strange because I went back and, and watched his 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 part in the, in the in the video and he did he did uh uh join in on the conversation you know but what i'm saying is it got to a point where some people say okay if i want just like the brother just said if i want bible study i'm gonna go have bible study on 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 wednesday or thursday at the church but when i come to another venue that's not church and i want to talk about marriage or something like that maybe it's not all the time going to to turn it into Bible study as we do so much. 
But I think that what you missed is what the brother just said. How are you going to talk about marriage without talking about God? People do it all day long. What are they? They're in error. <laughs> They're in error. That's what I'm saying. You read the five love languages, he talks about God. I understand that. I understand. But just what you just said about the brothers on this, we all know. But if we're going fishing, right, what are we going to put on our bait? going to put some food on it. Some you type of food on it. When Dan was out there down in Atlanta, did he did what kind of bait did he use to get those guys to come to church? I used my when I went down to Atlanta, it was just my light that they confirmed that they saw that was something different and it was positive. And even though I didn't say a word, so if we come in, if you want to bring those type of people in, unfortunately you ain't gonna be able to do it on the call, but you're gonna have to do it. It's gonna have to be something that's in person. Or, you know, hey, just tell them, hey, I, like I tell We're people. We're going to have to hit the road. Say again? We're going to have to hit the road. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. But just just a, um, a point of reference there, fellas, too, is to uh, just remember where you, we are in terms of position here. Um, we're actually the bait. We're, we're not the actual fishers. Yes, the Bible says on fishers of men, but God uses people in different various forms to go fish souls for Him. We're bait. Gotcha. So some people won't come through here. Some people aren't. You know, it, just because somebody hears and turns it off, say I ain't listening to this nonsense. They just a bunch of whip dudes. I'm out here getting mines on. That's all right. One plant. Other waters. You'd be surprised what kind of seeds can start germinating six months later, a year. Sometimes people have to have some life happen to them before they run out of options. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's like a lot of people. You know, I mean, it, I mean, but it, it took a listen. Even in your marriage, and and and, and I understand what everybody's saying, but even in everybody. They had to go through something to get where they are. Sure. It was yeah. almost a life-changing, maybe a death-changing experience to get them to change. And that's, you, go, that's, you, you run out of power. Yeah. Right. But I think that something was, sound, something was said profound about that you have two different forms. I think now that we, we have two different forms, we have the video piece, and we have the or the, the in person piece rather that we record it and we have the telephone piece, the internet piece. So it's it's really three because you can listen online and not be on the phone as well. Um but somebody said that there are some guys you can get in person that are you know, the the same guy that we were describing that's got marriage problems that don't go to church, you may be seeing you know, whatever the case may be, you can get him at the barbershop you know, to to sit down and to get involved in the conversation. And he might say afterwards, y'all a bit of, you know, y'all are, y'all above my pay grade when it comes to that Bible. But he sat there for two hours and enjoyed the, the, the conversation. But at the same token, that same guy would not dial the phone on Tuesday night, you know, to, to be, in, in some sense of the word, confronted. Because, and, and, he, and, and Darren also said something, you know, I get on here every week because I have to make some changes. But well, you just mm-hmm. use the word confronted. 
That's mm-hmm. right. That's what it is. Yes, sir. That's what it is. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I, no, I, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know. You're right, but I, I get on here knowing that I'm going to be confronted either by your, you guys or by myself, my behavior. I know I'm going to be conf- confronted about some changes I need to make. I don't get on oh. here just to be like, you know, well, let me see what the bros talking about tonight. No, because yeah. I get on here to improve. I go in knowing that I ain't got it all together. Mm. I'm acknowledging that I, I have some areas of weakness as a husband, as a father. That's like right. With you guys, I get on to I I I, in, I invite the confrontation. You do. You do. But do we want it to be inviting? That's the well, point I'm trying I mean, to make. Do we want it to be? In, who do we want it to be inviting for? The the one that wants the challenge, or the one that doesn't even know he has a challenge? All right, but now we got to listen. We got to listen to the numbers too. I mean, all right, we have. Uh, we're, we're trying to build another audience to get on to the phone call. But if we look at all of our numbers, I mean, there's a lot of people that um, listen to the calls throughout the week. I mean, we average. I mean, for the ones that don't know, I mean, we we check the numbers every week. We get over average, you know, downloads, about 100 each week. And then on the shows on Monday, we average about 400 across the world. Uh, No, we're not averaging 400. I wish we were. No, yeah, no. <laughs> Which we were. <laughs> you know, there's there's been times where we've gotten that high. Let's say, but you know, we're, we're still hitting it across the world. But we'll never know. The problem I think we have is we'll never know the true feedback. Cause That's right. In, even though we have the the Facebook, we have you know a blog, we have Twitter. We're what our concern is is we're not getting the feedback, so we're trying to figure out um, what pieces are we lacking in? Is it because is it because of the God piece? Is it because of the religion piece? Is it because people are just not ready for this? Are we too big for this? They're too challenging. I believe I believe this, Darren man. I'm, and I'm yeah, now I'm great arrow. Darren, Darren, we we know your voice, brother. Oh, my bad. Yeah, 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 you gotta say your name. Go ahead, man. <laughs> we know your voice. <laughs> I, uh, I believe that you know, um, two hundred plus episodes, and the attention that you are getting consistently, that is saying something. That's number one. Uh, number two, you know, uh, people that that really want to speak out. I notice there's a lot of guys in my church that wants to stay silent, you know, because they don't want to let anybody know that they're really having problems or they really want to talk. I guess your question is how to reach those people and let them know that you're out here. The best thing I I think that can, and that's why I invited y'all to the men's conference. Yeah, yeah. Your questions. Now, they ha- and I just found out they had another a men's conference about a week ago or two weeks ago called Iron Sharp Iron. And what I was trying to get that brother to do is uh, come on this show so you guys can get invited out to Iron Sharpens Iron, and it was only men. Now, if you can tap into a lot of the men's conferences and just to, just to, um, just the excitement of having video cameras there. 
and men interviewing men. And, hey, it's another venue that you can go to after this is over with because it don't have to stop here. I think that you guys can be uh, phenomenal and just get known for going to to men's conferences. And once you do, I believe, really, you – I mean, I got a PR for just just one book, but he was just letting me know some secrets about um, how my book touched – different places and where to go. So I'm like, well, I'm going to share that with the guys on household stress because they if they can walk up into a barbershop and people see cameras and they say, hey, look, we got a camera. We got, we got some brothers asking you questions. You're going to be on our website. And you include brothers on there. And, and then they already had a men's conference to get answers. And that's not going to, all of them not going to be answered. So they have to come to another venue. So we have to tap different venues that we're not comfortable with. Hold on, hold on, hold on, mm-hmm. because down, you said something earlier that we're not getting the feedback. However, Darren said something about how a guy he invites on the call, maybe they never get on the call, but however, especially the touchy subjects that we talk all of them are getting touchy now, but what if that same guy goes and downloads our show every week? You know, just can't wait to for the download to be fresh on Wednesday morning. And you don't even know who that person is. You don't even know who he is. But he listens, and that's all. That's that's how he enjoys it. And, and, and we never know who he is. We never get any feedback. But he is the guy that's having some problems at home. We don't know that we're reaching him. Maybe, and, again, this is too this, – this kind of – this is just a healthy debate, but it, it can get in your face. Maybe guys ain't ready for that to be in your face, but at the same time, they can listen to us get in each other's face and debate and, 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 and argue a little bit, and, you know, it's all in love. But they ain't ready to be, quote, unquote, confronted in love or any, any shape or form, but they can listen. So maybe they just go back, and that's another form where they can go back. They don't have to be here on Tuesday night to get, you know, this, this what we do. Well, it was a brother I talked to not too long ago. Um, I had mentioned it to him on my second time being on the show. And I mentioned it to him, and I just was kind of like mentioning it in passing. And then I was like, yeah, man, I go to this show on Tuesday night, and this live radio show. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. And then <laughs> so last last week he was like, man, what's wrong with them phones? And I was like, what phone? What are you talking about? He said, man, it's a lot of feedback when people talking, and, you know, I can't really hear everybody. I was like, what are you talking about? I didn't know he was <laughs> talking about the show. So, you know, it, you're reaching people that you, you don't have to understand, you know, um, um, why you're not getting any feedback. I think that once you continue to do what you're doing, and it has God in the front of it, brother, he's coming from the back door or the front of the window, and he's in there, it's not going to return void. So I don't really think you guys have anything to worry about because this is a it's an awesome source to get answers, especially when you're including uh, a, a permanent answer. Because guys want permanent answers. They want to know how you stop cheating on your wife. They want to know, hey, that other people are like them, that they have drinking problems or pornography problems or, you know, sexual problems or cheating. They want to know all of that. And some guys just like to sit in the background and just listen. And they don't want to They don't want to go up in there and raise their hand and say, hey, I got this problem too. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you know, a lot of us has came to grow to say, hey, I don't mind talking because now I'm comfortable. But a lot of guys are not that comfortable. And then, I, and I, and I get tired of. I'm starting to get to the point where I'm tired of, you know, doing individual. I, I would never. Well, I'm tired of it, but I never stop uh, doing individual counseling to brothers. When I keep telling them, look, man, join me on to, tomorrow night or join me. <laughs> Tuesday night, man, because you can get all this stuff answered, and it's like you can get 20 other different opinions, and and all of it is going to lead you back to what I just told you tonight. Can I ask you something, bro? You said you're getting tired of doing it. Does it drain you to do that? No, I get revitalized when I come back on the show, and a lot of the stuff, I'm real, for real, a lot of the stuff that I'm telling other people, I say, hey, well, Hey, you're not the only way. Because a lot of times I tell guys, hey, you're not the only one that's going through that. Well, you're not going through it. Well, I know somebody who is going through it, and I hear their problems sometime on Tuesday night. Or you can go and download some shows, and guys are just all your problems. They 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 are not new. Just in your, they're not just your problem. It's every married man's problem that's trying to get right, or every married man's problem that's doing wrong in that area. That's right. Um. Um, and when Rodney asked the question, and I, you know, I never asked answered the question because something else happened. What I'd like it to be a hundred percent or zero percent is a ridiculous question. Our goal has always been to plant some sort of seed. Our goal has always been if a brother gets on this call and doesn't know the Word of God in relationship to the problems that he's having in his marriage, he will, he will, he will get it. Yes. Um and we've always we've always catered it to towards the end of the show. Because then that's that's the you've had a you've had a two hour secular show where someone's comfortable. Right? Mm-hmm. And they're in and they're comfortable and we're talking about marriage problems, we're talking about the root of marriage problems. And towards the end of the show then boom, now now here's your answer. So now we had you for two hours. You're going to hang up when we start giving you the answer because we know what the answer is. It's just lately we've been getting to the point where before we get to that point, it's been way early in the show. So it kind of has been going a little bit against the grain, but it's fine. We do we do want the Word of God in our show. That's We are all Christians by design yeah, behind these microphones. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Your earlier question about timing. You know, it's it's on God's timing. You can't say, okay, all right, now it's ten thirty, let's go to the word of God. You know, what is what does the Bible say about no, it? No, 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 no. See, that's where I disagree with you. You you know, I don't. It is God's timing. But at some point, see we never had to most of the time as moderators quote a Bible scripture. We never had to. At a certain point in time God would show up on these calls. We know this. And we would talk about how it happened every week on our post game. But now it's just a little bit different, which is fine. But then I have to address when people say, yeah, the show's a little churchy. I don't want to lose anyone. The guy that comes on and says the show's a little churchy, I still want him to come back. You follow what I'm saying? That's that, that's what I'm talking about. I don't want to just say, okay, I know where we're at with it. We got it under control, and we and we want to be better. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the Word of God because we know the answer. But the dude that says, yeah, you know, I need help, 
but I'm not ready for y'all. I want that guy too. Well, you can't. I mean, you you ain't gonna be able to please everybody. No, it's not please. I'm just saying, you you you. Some of you guys may not be pleased with some of the shows. I get that, but what I'm saying is, we want everybody to come in. Not people that's no different feel. than what Jesus wanted. Jesus wanted everybody to come out and experience it, but the reality is, everybody ain't gonna do it. I got you. And, and that's the thing that people want to walk on this planet. Hey, man, I heard you to Jesus. Look, I'd have done this, I'd have done that. You remember that Bible story? This I kept all the commandments and Moses' law, and you know I don't eat this. I'm just he's like, hey, that's awesome. Only one thing you gotta do: just right. drop all of it and come follow me. And the man yeah. looked at his possessions like, oh man, I can't do that. That's right. Jesus mm. so said, hey, look, man, I'm about to do some awesome stuff. I got some bread and fish miracles. You gonna miss out, bro? Don't you come on? You were you sure? Hey, that's your decision, bro. Some people are going to pull away from me. They're going to pull away from me. And then, do you remember his quote after the man sadly walked away? <laughs> he said, it's, "He said, I tell you the truth, it's easier for a camel to walk through an eye of a needle than, the, than a rich man to inherit the kingdom. So if you take that same saying and apply it to what you're talking about, T-Hawk, it's easier for a man to go wallow in his own sin that he loved to I got- do. Much. I got you. I got you. Listen, I got you. And it's funny that I made a statement and you both quoted Bible scripture. You see what I'm saying? Both quoted Bible scripture. I'm trying to get it up to 6%. That's the point that I'm making, man. You both quoted Bible scripture to answer my question. Well, I think that I, I see where you're coming from, Tony, but I think that you missed what the brother said, too, is that. I didn't miss it. You you want everybody. <laughs> I miss it. You know whether they're in the, you know, got one foot in the church, two feet in the church, no feet near a church. You want them all to just get on here and let's have a jolly old time. I want if it's not happen. I want if somebody has a problem with their marriage, we have a venue for them. Period. Period. But we do. But we it's do. Really that we simple. But we already do. We do. I got you. Hey, you guys, are you guys available this this Saturday? Cause we can all sit down and talk about November the eighth. That's when the that's when the uh, the thing is. We gonna have over three hundred brothers yeah, there. Yeah, but can can we talk about that after? Yeah, we talk about it after. That's fine, but I mean, you know, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'll say this too, Tony, is that sure. you have to look at what we do here is going against the grain. Our fathers didn't talk to us about marriage and fun. I mean, they didn't sit down and have two or three hour conversations on a weekly basis or on a monthly basis or any kind of basis. So yeah. you're talking about having a venue with guys that the father didn't even I mean I'm a man, you're a man. How are you gonna tell me how to be a better husband and father? I don't even that don't even on paper that don't even sound right. So you we have a we've been cultured where like you know, just like you said once before, I think you said it in the book, that we do it on our own. We figure it's on the job training. We figure out how this marriage thing works on our own. We don't talk to, you know, anybody unless it comes up at a barbecue or something, and then you really don't dig deep to the problems. You just kind of like, yeah, well, all right, the game's over. I'll let you good rapping with you, brother. You never talk to him again, possibly, about that issue. You talk about the weather or whatever. So you, we're going against the green where we have a culture of, of married. Your book is called Married Men Don't Talk. This show is called Married Men Don't Talk. Sure. It resonates because it's a reality. Sure. I got that. I'm with you there. You're not telling me anything I don't know. You know, but again, 
But again, y'all got to look at my position. I want it inviting for everybody. I don't want people to feel inferior. I want people to just come on. And again, we know where we stand with the word. We understand it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But again, like I said, and please don't hate me for trying to be a perfectionist, but I want it to be, I want everybody to feel comfortable. Well, let just, me that, you just like that guy you told me about, right? And, and see, it's, it's funny that you're saying this because you told me about the one guy. Yeah. You remember the one guy whose father mm-hmm. bought the book? Yes. What did he say about the show? Which one? Which one? Whose father bought the book? Oh, yeah, it was a little bit too, you know, too too biblical. You know, but and I lost my point. Um, what I was going to say earlier is that how 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 many times was he on the show? I don't know. A couple times. If you were yeah, a couple times. But he liked the show. He yeah. loved the show. He did, but what did he say? But you can't have it both ways. You can't I'm like it talking. and then say it's too churchy. You can't yeah, I mean but... you like it or you don't. You can't have it, yeah, I like, you know, this, but you know, I mean Either you liked it as a whole or you didn't like it as a whole. And overall, he liked the show. Yeah. It's a recipe of bacon. Man, mm. you start changing up the recipe for bacon, you'll mess up the outcome. Yeah. I mean, I just can't, for me, I just can't say, you know, I'm just going to discount any comment or any criticism about the show. I remember, my point. I, I remember my point now, Tony. Yeah, go ahead. And what my point is this. The brothers on this show on Tuesday on a regular basis are intelligent, they're articulate, they're they're well-spoken, they're deep brothers, and they don't even have to bring up the Bible for another brother to be intimidated. So your argument is sort of flawed because you got just deep brothers, period. Sure, sure. And that's because of their... their, their, It's always been that way. Yeah, exactly. It's always been that way. So the thing about it is that you got a brother that we just talking and we're we're intelligent, we're articulate, we're saying things, and it's you know we're not cursing, we're not like I'm gonna meet you at the at the spot, we're gonna fight about what. It's a healthy <laughs> conversation, and you already nobody even say anything about the Bible, and you got guys who are turned off like whoa, you know this is a, this is too much for me, and we even said nothing about the Bible because you got deep guys that get on here and rock with us for two or three hours on a weeknight when they could be doing other things with their wife, with their family, with their job. But they choose, they make the choice to hang out with us. So that's intimidating. And that's even before the Bible is even brought into the conversation. It's intimidating just you got deep brothers on here, period, all of them. Well, the main word is choice. I mean, we all grown men. Men are going to make their own choices. So um, it's very hard to get into a, a man's mind, regardless of what the man is, if he's in a different place than you. I mean, um, we talked about it on this call. If if you married and you got a single friend, you want to still hang out with your single friend even though you're married, but you change, right? Not for long. Because, because now you can't do the exact same thing that person does. So for a man to come in who knows he's going through some things, he's already intimidated because here you got men who 
he doesn't know that may have already went through that change and, and they want to come and help him. I mean, men are, men are warriors, so they don't want anybody to tell them anything. Mm-hmm. And the first step to fixing your problem is acknowledging your problem. And right. We, we so what, what the problem is is, when 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 a mind when when they hear Bible they like oh that's not me that's why we uh you know that's why a lot of men is not in church that's right same reason exactly so well, so hold on, you know hold on hold on hold on but I, how many you know men from our church how many men from our church call in on this call well we already uh, had that conversation where there's a lot of men that still don't believe and, and we and, and we, we see them we, we not gonna get. We see them in church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday. They know what we do. Every last one of them, how many I'm calling. Well, you're talking about haters now. You can't do – don't. No, 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 no. Not, not, church, are you not haters. haters. Huh? Not haters. You're going to blame it on haters now. I know. I'm, I'm only haters. They're not haters. No, I wouldn't say they were haters, but oh, they're I'm, not. No, I'm, I'm only saying that because, you know, my the kids still – I hear my kids talking other and they got this new phrase called you doing too much okay they see brothers doing a lot of radio stuff they see a brother writing a book they see a brother working they see a brother trying to achieve greatness they see attention coming and focus on hey uh did you did you read this in this book and they hear a lot of talk about it and here come the haters that don't want to support what you got going on and you got to admit that mean you know if you i mean when when people at my church found out i wrote a book it's more people outside the church that bought it than the people inside the church. Yeah. That, that, yeah. And then, you know what? I got less partici- less participation at uh, uh, the, the marriage enrichment that me and my wife hold once every other month. We used to have it full in there. As soon as I wrote the book, people yeah, stopped. We, we dealt with that before the book and the and – the, we dealt with that long time ago with the church. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I think what you're missing, Tony, is that they're the same guy. The same guy, in a, in a, in essence, yeah, they go to church every Sunday. But again, this is an intelligent form. And I got a guy at my job. I asked him to. I said, "Hey man, why don't you dial in?" And 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 he heard, heard, heard me on the phone the other night, uh, last Tuesday. I was at work, and he said, "Look, man, I ain't gonna be. I'm gonna be real with you. You know, he got a lot of worldly knowledge about how to pimp women and how to get over on money and how to gamble." But he said, man, I curse too much, or I am too, y'all kill me, or, you know, he's trying to make an excuse not to because when he and I talk, if I'm talking to him from worldly brother to worldly brother, he will out-knowledge me any day. And I'm not looking at it that, that way, but he's looking at it that way because, you know, what the words say trumps what the world say. So if he has perspective about something and he hears mine, Maybe he's not joining the show because I'm on it or because he thinks everybody like me is on there. And then when I said, hey, look, man, we're talking about anal sex tonight. You remember that conversation we talked about anal sex a little bit? Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? And so, he, but he said, then he, he sat by me for a little while and he said, wait a minute, man, y'all, y'all turning right back towards the Bible. See, y'all trying to trick a brother. <laughs> Dude, it is what it is, you know. You this, this is not a script that we go yeah, by. But, but see, but that you know that brings it, it's all about revert me because men like excitement. That's why we talk about stripper pool. Oh, strippers? Why we talk about women who are pastors that 
that uh, that have a chest out while they're preaching. Men are, are visual. They like that. They like the assignment. But once you start getting off their focus, then they want to move themselves away, even though they may be getting the message. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm I'm not the the greatest Bible person. I'm still reading them now. I'm reading. I'm, I'm I just restarted again reading the, the the New Testament from the beginning. But but um, I understand Tony's point. I understand everybody's point on this call. Now, now we got to figure out the balance. What is a good balance? Because I don't think God would ever leave any one of our lives. Nope. Because we already made it. Yeah, but he goes. You know, back. our wives are making us come on this call because they see the difference in us. So how do we get the man that hasn't had his wife tell him you need to be on this call every Tuesday night? No, we have that man too that um, his wife tells him he still don't get on. So, but I think that it goes back to choices, and it goes back to really Tony's overarching point, and it's, it's who is this venue for? I think he asked that and really didn't get an answer. And it's just like the church, where it it's for everybody. The doors are open. We don't we don't you know we we don't mean to turn it. That's not our intent to turn people away from what we do. But at the same time, somebody else said it's not going to be for everybody. So you look at over the 200 episodes, you know, um, and starting from the starting from the top, fellas, when we first started this thing, when I first started getting into this thing in 2009, guess what? The deeper we got, the less people started showing up. That's the bottom line. So do you say, well, this show is really too deep? No, because you have regular folks who are getting, you know, fed off of this thing every week. Darren looks forward to this thing every week. God damn. He's getting fed from this. Mm-hmm. So how do you dumb it down for the guy that's like, oh, y'all are too much Bible for me? You can't do it because then your regular guys who have been showing up and love it in this current format, be like, come on, guys. We gotta, you know, so it's a balance, but at the same time, you are you are you got to give credit where credit is due. You already have your listeners on the line right now who haven't hung up. You have listeners who are on here on a on a regular semi regular basis who don't hang up. And then you got a guy who's called in one or two times out of two hundred episodes and gonna be talking about what our show is and what it ain't. Come on, man! I'm, I I I go to my 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 audience who's on here right now and ask them what it is and what it ain't because they know they they be here every week. But you know what? The the one thing, if you look at one research you haven't ventured out to, looking at other regular talking shows, um, the internet talk shows, and if they if they're an internet talk show that allows a lot of cussing, you you want to be different, and you are. We, we don't allow cussing. Period. Right. And that's pray. that's number one. See, everybody want to. To get on there and out curse the next man, or say whatever they want to say, say uh, vulgar words or uh, degrade women, and it, it, you either gotta have a, you gotta have it all, or don't have any part of it. And the people that you're trying to or capture, unfortunately, like the man said, it has to be a choice that they have to make not to go on there talking about vulgar stuff or uh, say whatever you want to say and cuss people out and meet me down here and whatever. I was on a talk show not too long ago, and it was called 
peer-to-peer or peer talk or whatever, and it's ran by a, a guy I used to work with. And I was on that show, and he had me on the show to talk about the book. But the people who he had on there to ask me uh, questions, they were making fun of, you know, God. And and you remember when I asked a couple of weeks ago, hey, do y'all remember a couple of weeks ago when y'all asked me about uh, how come there's more divorces in the church than it is in the in the world? And that was from that show, and I and, and I apologize for asking that question to you guys because I had the shows mixed up. But they were making fun of the church, and they was all about joking, and they got their audience, so they got more audience people because uh, because they was talking against the church, and more people jumped on the call because they wanted to, to talk against the church. And I was like, wow, well, this ain't the venue for me because I don't talk like this. And where I'm used to, what I'm used to talking to, not cursing included on that show. So am I being made a, made a spectacle on this show because I believe a certain way, and they don't believe that they can't believe that I believe the way I believe? You know, I said no. I'm I'm going back to over here the household stress <laughs> so, because I felt I felt out of line. And if you want to look like the world, then you know, go ahead and allow that other stuff. But if you want to be different, like you are, and and get the people who who you want to be on the call, then continue to do it the way you're doing it. Can I offer one quick side point here for you guys going to your 11 o'clock transition? You're going to be different, but it also means you have to analyze your data differently. When Jesus was on the cross, it had 5,000 men, not to mention women and children, fed out in the desert, thousands and thousands of disciples. They have nowhere near the crowd when it was time for the nails and the bar really? fire. Nothing. Nowhere wow. near. <laughs> no, you ain't seen no protest. You ain't read about in the book of Luke about them filing a single file shield. You ain't hear none of that. Amen. Same people standing on the side of the road. Wow. Mm-hmm. He sure was good guy, <laughs> man, but... Yeah, that's the bread and fish dude. I couldn't believe it didn't run out. It didn't run out. It didn't run out. I was there, man. It didn't run out. Ain't nobody jumping. There was no large crowd. no large crowd at the cross. No, no, no. So you can't measure your stats and your data by what you see in front of you. You're planting seeds. When you drop a seed, you have, you can't go back and say, well, I need to see how many of these seeds germinated to this in order to get a, a idea of exactly what kind of effect I had. There's been more people that follow Jesus to death after mm. his death than the people who were on the planet when he was living. That's what the book says. And there was That's no crowd at the cross. No. Nobody's jumping up to you when you're brand new. Mm-hmm. Well, and then, you know, on, for that, on top of that, the one who traveled with him from the beginning denied him three times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, now. So you got some on here probably at first. They like, man, they probably talking against you. Not on the show no more. Not showing up no more. And then you know, folks got to go to work tomorrow, and it's eleven o'clock. Mhm. Mhm. Well, I, Tony, I want, I want to help Tony. I want to help him make his argument a little bit because he's he no, don't help me. Don't help me. I'm done with this argument. <laughs> no, I want done. to help you because we talk about this all the time, Tony. We go back and forth with this, and you know, we tit for tat. But I want to ask you, what's the one statement that we say all the time? Nobody does what we do. That's right. In the world, 
in the world. We're not in Steve Harvey's lane. God bless him. We're not in Michael Bates' lane. God bless him. We're not and in. He just lane. got kicked off his show for Who? doing what he wanted to do. Who? Michael Bates. He got put off the show. Yeah, he he's not on the show. Those are reruns you hear. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Rodney, these got... people, Rodney, these yeah. people that you're talking about, mm-hmm. the numbers, a little different than ours. So when you say that, when you say we 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 got something, we listen. I think we got the best show in the world. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking we got the best show on the planet. Just not enough. A lot of people know about it, but that's because of finances. Had we had the finances, believe me, we would get the numbers. But oh, yeah. but, but, but that's the and, difference. And, and, and yeah, yeah, that's really the difference. Not whether we're, you know, what the content is, because the content has always been great. Right. Always so what you great. but you got to think of it. You you got to think of it. We're gonna lose people. We have people that were faithful for three years, and then we you haven't heard from them in a while. You can't talk to me about losing people. All my friends that I started out with, none of them are on it. Well, so I already know about losing people. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that because I know that right now what we got is solid, just like Rodney was saying. That's not the issue. But when you talk about people like Steve Harvey, they have the venue of a lot of it's worldly and secular. Right, yeah. they got the backing. They got With, the funding and the backing and the, the sponsorship. And they're talking about things that necessarily they scratch the surface. We dig deep in it. We dig three, four, five deep feet deep into the to, to the one particular topic. Mm-hmm. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. So we we're really not on that level as of yet. But our goal is to get to that point. Right. Only, what, you, what you're thinking now, but what what Rodney is saying is that you know they all started from their car. No, I'm not saying that. They started from their car to get where they are. You're not saying that. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that what we do here is nobody else does it. You can look on Twitter. You can look on the Internet. You can look on the red. Nobody does what we do, period. But you're really in danger of looking for similar results when you have a different product. You see, with sponsorship dollars comes sponsorship demands. You know? I'll I, I put it like this. You ever see a show that starts off one way and after it gets to, like, season two, three, all of a sudden with all the sponsorship demands and now the show seems like it's almost um, it, it's almost like they're having plugs throughout it's the show. It's almost scripted. Yep. Yeah, it's like, wow, what, what, how does Walmart fit into this? I thought we were talking about something else. Like, what? That's right. <laughs> so be careful about, again, measuring sponsorships, Dollars, people throwing the money at you. Hey, we want to plug in. All money's not good money. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no, no. And I want. We're not talking about that. Yeah, but I want to put monkey wrench. Just what he just said. What if tomorrow the phone rings, and whoever it is, uh, the executive such and such, say, Tony, we want to. You know, we've been watching you. We just found you on the internet. Found you on Twitter. We want to put you on the show, but you're gonna have to change it. You're gonna to have to change it. You're gonna to have to remove that God stuff. You're gonna to have to. You're gonna to have to do it our way. What are you gonna oh. to say to that? And the, and the dollars are there. Million dollars. Let's say a million dollar offer. You know, to change your zip code. But they say, you know what, Tony? You know, you can have this check. You can have this deal. You can have these endorsements, these sponsors. But you cannot put what you're doing, you know, out into the atmosphere. We wanna. We wanna modify it just a bit. Change it up a little. 
Well, that, that's what that's happened already. I mean, and we said no. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. You ask a question where you already know the answer to it. I already know the answer. So I. No, it's, it's going to be different for us. We, we, but you know, then you got to look at the same. All right. Listen. P town, P town. Let me just yeah. let me just kind of answer this question real quick, and then you go. Ahead. <laughs> we just for the record, we didn't get into this for the money. Period. Period. Mm-hmm. It's really that simple. We all have day jobs. That's why we have P town. <laughs> if we make a ten cents or five hundred million dollars doing this, it is what it is. But we didn't get into this for the money. So if somebody comes and says, "I mean, we've already been, you know, offered to get on the radio." Radio One, you know, and they didn't ask us to change, but it was about the money. You know, no, we didn't do it. We on we on Monday's radio station, which is an extremely secular radio station. You going in right now? They cussing up a storm right now as we speak. They on there live cussing up a storm. Got so bad I had my wife listen to it. She made me turn it off. I was like, hey, here's the radio station that we on. It was on it for two minutes. She said, turn it off. That's how bad it was. But we on that show doing what we do on that secular show, and we get more than two, three hundred listeners. Yeah. And Tony, what, so, so you what don't have you, to sell out. Yeah. At all. And what did you tell me about Jay Z? I forgot. <laughs> you told me, and I had I forgot. <laughs> Nobody signed Jay Z. Oh yeah, that's right. Nobody signed Jay Z. He's still not he signed. His record. Yeah, he shot his record. You know, shot shot his songs. And they were like, "Nah, bro, we ain't buying it." But he said, "You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do it my way. I'm gonna open up Rockefeller Records. And I'm gonna do it my way." And you look right. at him. And he's a he's a media mogul now. He said, "I mean, I'm, harassing. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Come on now." And then he's sitting in this. And this guy has the same talent. And the, and the executives are like, "Nah." Not interested. Not interested. Not interested. Not interested. Jay Z, who's arguably the the best rap, the greatest, the Michael Jordan of rap music. Arguably, we're not going to debate that tonight. But he's arguably the greatest rapper out. Yeah, because the other one passed away. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you, you call you call them limbots. You call them limbots. <laughs> but again, but again, look, and 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 again, you're correct. Yeah. We 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 we're not looking for it. If it comes, and we've talked about, we don't even know what we want. God hasn't told us yet. No. All we know is we got to keep showing up on Tuesday. Period. That's all we know. Yeah. Every like quarter, said, every quarter, we got to be in a different barbershop. <laughs> that's all that's been revealed to us t- to this point. Anything mm-hmm. else, we don't have an answer for. You. And like you said, you don't get paid. For showing up on Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We do, but it's exactly. not monetary. Because yeah, I get well, blessed for you yeah, being articulate, yeah, yeah. intelligent brother. <laughs> sure, sure. So this whole hiding behind the the Bible topic went to extremely to the left. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it good. Was, it was great. It had to go where it was supposed to go. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it did or it didn't. I don't know. <laughs> it did. It did. It did. <laughs> At the end of the night. I, mean, I don't know. We all got it. We got to all understanding where Bible is supposed to. I mean, if, if somebody's concerned is, hey, man, y'all too Bibleist, then, hey, you know, the, to me, 
you're a grown man. You make your own decision. Yep. You made your decision to, to cheat on your wife. You made your decision to to not listen to others, to do things yep. your way. Until you're ready, yep. we're here. Yep. We'll or, show up every Tuesday. Or, or people that make the decision to download on Wednesday. Don't forget That's that. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that. Here's, so. here's, here's, here's what I will leave this topic with, and yes. then we can go and open mic. Yes, sir. There's something called the textbook answer. And when I ask a question or if somebody asks a question and you say the textbook answer, you're in violation. And the reason why I say that is because the textbook answer is not what your current situation is. So if I say, well, how come your wife isn't intimate with you? And you say, well, the Bible says, well, there you're in violation. <laughs> Wrong answer. That's the point I've been trying to make all night. <laughs> we went all over the place. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole hiding behind the Bible part. That's the whole thing in a nutshell. You know, when we get on here, we talk about marriages, we get vulnerable, we talk about the truth, and we make it a safe place for people to talk about certain things. And some people will hide behind it and say, well, you know, but the right answer with the Bible, we already know that. We know, we already know the textbook answer. But what we want to know is what the real answer is. Right? And we can learn from it. Great words. And that, Great I'm going to close. Yes, sir. Close it then. Yeah. Unless somebody else got something. No, close nope. it then. All right. Hey, I, I, I say this before you hit it off. Go ahead. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Yeah, for sure. That's it. We'll be here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right, yeah. Don't even need a topic. We're talking about bulls and hot dogs. Don't matter. They'll be here. Hey, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, huh? I did have one question, though. I have one question before we shut it down. Because lately we've been talking about um, praying with your wife. Yeah. Right? And, and, and I've heard some great testimonies about people saying how, how they've gotten a lot of success. That, right? I have. Yeah. Um. When we when we pray with our wife out loud, do we have a ulterior motive? No. no. Ulterior motive? Oh, yeah, well, maybe like trying to get them good, or you could, could depending be. on where could you be. coming from. Could be, could be, could be, could be, could be. Sure. I mean, do you do do I you don't. think that like when you pray and and I haven't done it, so I don't really know. You know what I mean? So I don't really know how you would say what you say, but I would imagine it would go something like, you know, God, please give my wife the strength to, or please give my marriage the strength to, or please help us overcome. You know what I mean? That's ulterior motives, man. Yeah, that's ulterior motives. I mean, our prayer is to say thank you. Okay, all right, all right. Our, Our prayer at the end of the night is really to say thank you for 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 guiding us, for giving us a new blessing, for having a great day, blessing our tomorrow, okay. keeping us safe. Okay. You know, you know, you know, you're gonna have you know help us out with the bills. You know, whatever it is. You know, keeping us becoming Isn't that more alternative motive? together. Okay. No. Okay. I don't think that's an alternative motive because you're not you're not saying anything out smart for your wife. So she right, can hear it out loud. You're saying, 
thank you to, as the man, you're thank supposed you. to love God as you. So if you're saying thank you to God, then she's following because she's listening to you. Because when I hear word ulterior motives, I'm thinking of a prayer that goes around, you know, in a slick fashion. You know, Lord, please help my wife with her. You know, talking back and she's trying to work on it, but uh, you know, just <laughs> I you just that. step in the circle, yeah. Lord, and just hey, you know, that's around her mouth. Yeah. I've actually got the opposite, and I'm that's what I'd be in there saying. I would be in there saying just that. <laughs> I got, the, I got the opposite, to y'all, and and what, and here's the opposite. And sure. trust me, brothers, there's no ulterior motive. But I say thank, thank you, God, for blessing me with a beautiful wife. She's a great thank you for her being, you know, help her to be, continue to be a great wife, a great mother. Thank you for her being faithful to me. Yeah, versus, man, you thank know. you, Lord, for my wife and her, you know, her, her weight has been under control, Lord. Thank you for, you know, hold on, wait, what do you mean? That's too much, man. You give her a solid argument. But listen, yeah, but listen, listen, listen. How that makes her feel. Go ahead, go ahead. And the reason why no, I asked that question. No, you got to try it. Well, 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 hold on a second. The reason why I asked that question is because I did a little bit of research. And, you know, when I'm looking in the Bible, right, and I'm looking, you know, um, I didn't see that anywhere, for one. Um, and maybe you all, you all will break it down. But I look at when Jesus went to pray, it was always alone. But he didn't have a wife either, Tony. <laughs> but, but, but what I'm saying is, even when you talk about in, in Matthew, it says when you pray, you go in your closet and pray alone. Yeah. It didn't say bring your wife, bring your spouse. Yeah, and that's but, why I asked, is there a motive behind that? You want her to hear what you say to God? Is that going to make you look like a better, more holier husband or or, or what? No, when you, careful, but when you do that, because you go back, back to Genesis, when it talks about the two will separate and become one. Right. That's you know, what I was about So I'm still praying, you know, you if you're going to be one, it, it goes beyond just a, a literary interpretation. You should be on one accord. And right. one of the problems if you, you know, I'm going to bring this to a God in a man's way, and then, you know, you can go ahead and do it in a woman's way, and, you know, hopefully that, that won't work. So I understand your point. I understand your point about, you know, being boastful in prayer or just praying. There are times when you need to go in a separate fashion. You, I do need to pray to God as a man, like, hey, you know, I need some help with this, and God direct me just like you and my wife. But then there are times where we need to work stuff together. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, because you're supposed to be doing that anyway throughout the day. I mean, when you ever have a problem, you're supposed to go on out there and say, hey, man, I need to holler at you for a minute. You know, I'm, I'm going to go in this closet, me and you need to have a conversation. I mean, but supposed you need to tell doing it don't necessarily mean it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it, when we were talking family and a wife, you know, yeah. you're the head of the family, and, and, and if you won, then as a head, you're supposed to speak to God for the family. Sure. Right. There are things that you're going to, God will talk to the man if you are holding that so-called Levitical priesthood uh, marker over your family. And that's for direction. But then when it comes to actually installing and executing things, that's when you have to make sure that you are praying with your wife because, well, you know, if you are married, because you can't operate as one if you're getting, oh, man, prime example, dog. You don't hear this talked about much, but read that Genesis, man, about when Satan came to talk to Eve, right? Mm-hmm. He came to talk to Eve and said, what, 
what, what, what's said about this? What did God tell you about this? He wants to see what she going to say. In other words, he wants to see what Adam told himself. Mm. He said, well, we're not supposed to eat it or touch it. That's not what God told Adam. That's what Adam told Eve. But that's not what God's instruction was. God's instruction was not to eat of it. Because God will never put something in your life that you can't touch and get rid of. If it's sinful, that's your choice. But that's not what that's not what God told him. Once you say you heard that, he's like, oh, I got to end. You yeah. must surely die. I don't got to end because you don't know. Adam has to interpret the word. And brother, 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 were you here last week? Were you on the show I last week? I was here in spirit. <laughs> well, listen, 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 listen. No, this no, I got to say I'm glad he didn't stop the tape. Because last week we went to the Garden of Eden. And that's why I asked you, were you here? Because I don't remember you being here. But last week, we spent about 45 minutes to an hour. Oh. Adam and Eve in the garden with the apple, the tree of the We did all of that. And that's how God works is that you were, You said you were here in spirit. And here you are at, the, at the, the conclusion of our show talking about Adam and Eve, where we were last week. When I was getting text messages, just too much Bible study, bro. You need to tone that down, you know. Like <laughs> this, is this, this is where God led this thing to be. When I wrote it, I said we're gonna talk about it, and we spent we, we did dig deep. As Tony said, we dig three, four, six feet deep on on just the story of. of I, I dropped one verse, Genesis three and six, and here you are, seven days later, talking about the same thing. And you weren't yeah. here. You didn't download last week. You don't know what happened last week. I don't know what happened last week. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's God right there. You know, oh, crazy, man, he, when you read that story, man, when it gets to the end, it said that Eve took a bite, and then she gave one to Adam, who was with her. Mm-hmm. He was there the whole time watching this go down. She didn't take it somewhere else. He was right there. My Lord. But but My but Lord. listen. But in the end, who got in trouble? Did Eve get in trouble? No. Yes and no. Who did God call? He said, "Hey, oh, God, bring well, your tail over here." Didn't I tell right. you not? <laughs> but but again, and this, I'm not playing with words. But God never named the help me. He he didn't name it. <laughs> and Adam didn't name her Eve until after the separation in the Garden of Eden. Because remember, God pulled Eve from within Adam, but they were still one. That's why he didn't name this separation anything different. He said, I'm going to make a help me. They still operated as one. It was when Satan was allowed to come between the two of them mm. that when they were separated, then... Adam, the Bible says Adam knew his wife. Right? Me people say, oh, that's sex parent. That's, not, that's another word for sex. Not really. Because when Adam was separated from Eve because of that split, he had to relearn his wife all over again. He named her Eve after they were separated. Mm-hmm. But, God called Adam because Adam did the fall, but it was only because he separated himself from what God gave him. God gave him himself in front of him, but he allowed a separation to happen. But now let's put that in today's layman terms. Aren't we doing okay. that now? Don't we marry our wife and then we separate from her? Absolutely. 
And that's why we in this. that's why we in this truck. That's why we in this 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 issue that we go through on a daily basis. Well, we we at a point we are at where we are learning. It's this continuation of trying to learn the quote unquote soulmate that you are with or the person that you decide I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. You're trying to learn them. They're trying to learn you and fit and see where you fit at. Um, it's, it's different than originally with Adam because Adam was Adam's uh, help me was himself. It was himself. It was the reason why Eve was Eve or the help me was created from the rib, not the toe or the hair. It was created from the rib. The rib is a rib cage of support. That's another story altogether. But you know. When we try to learn our wives or people, we are already two separate entities trying to come together. And through, you know, uh, religious talk or, or matrimonial talk, you say the two will now become one. But that process takes some time, man. It took some time with Adam and Eve when they had to come back together. Eve didn't know what she had. As far, her only idea of what a man was, was was Adam. So when she got pregnant, she said, oh, I've got a man from the Lord. That's why she could call Cain and Abel. I got a man. It's not a man, it's a boy. But you don't know what a boy is. You never had a boy. You never grew anything from start to finish. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a learning cycle, man. Yeah. So, I mean, we're learning. I mean, just like you said, we're learning on this call every single week. So, there's going to be times where you're going to have some Bible verses, and there's some times that we're not. Hopefully, next week. You know, and, and and I don't know if y'all realize we changed the format a little bit. You don't hear one person just talking, so we like this conversation that we're starting yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, Moving forward, it's going to be just wide open. You know, I got like a moderator. We'll need it. Yeah, yeah. Usually, what we've been doing in the past is one of us would just take it, and we'll 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 put the show together and we ride with it. But this works. There's this. This this worked. This was beautiful. So next week's conversation is what, Tony? I forgot what how you put the the title. I mean, uh, Rodney, how, how did you put the title? The married single parent. The Say married again? single parent. The married single parent. A married single parent. Married single parent. The married single parent. Yeah, mm. that's right. It, 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 you know, I heard somebody on the call not this week, but past last week on Rodney's call that. Uh, uh, discuss that uh, you know they're married, but they they do most of the the, the parenting. Mm-hmm. They feel like a single father. Mm-hmm. Does that mean like most of the discipline? Yeah, the, the <laughs> cooking, the discipline, they're taking the school. You know, it's supposed to be two people taking care of this, these the, these children. It's only one taken care of. You feel like you're the only one. That's, uh, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> mhm. And 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 especially when it comes to divorce and, and, and one child stays with one parent and the other is trying to do their part, but the other spouse won't let them. We're gonna be going through all that stuff next week. Any good? Any worse? Y'all want some open mic? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, shut it down. Let's get smoke mic. 